0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions and that means the world to me and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: This. (laughs) A story to tell. So I am in Mississippi right now and not for the best of circumstances. So I came here because my grandmother who lived a very full life so don't get it twisted like is this loss is something that's difficult to deal with and if you guys have lost anyone any person in your life you know exactly what i'm talking about it's one of the most difficult things we will deal with in this life that is death and so if you hang it with me promise you i will always leave you better than i found you so please even though some parts of this like yes i'm dealing with grief and And some part of it can be sad. By the time we get to the end, I promise you, you won't regret having hung around for what I'm about to drop off to you today. So uh, yeah, I came to be with her. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of that story. And I'm going to tell you why this is important and why it matters to you, why it's relevant to you. I guess some of you who don't even know who I am under the sound of my voice probably should know that. So you should know why you should listen to me. So that's it. My name is Marcus Black and i also go by the name of m black speaks i'm in the building and i am a motivational speaker i do a lot of things i'm an author i'm a coach book coach a life coach speaker coach all the things people reach out to me and want to know can i help can i help them tell their story formulate their story communicate their story from stage and find out how to get on stages and how to be paid to talk and all these things that people ask my help with And I'm blessed and honored to do all of those. I'm also a family man. I am a community leader. I serve in my community. I also work for a not-for-profit as well, serving inner city at-risk youth. So I wear a couple hats is all that means. And so that's who I am. I have done this for many years. I've been mentored by some of the best in the business, Mr. Les Brown. Many of you know him. Mr. You Gotta Be Hungry is literally one of my mentors and speaks to love this individual my spiritual father, also my bro, man, my family, the first person to see me and a gift in me, Mr. Trent Shelton, if you know who that is, my guy, and I could go on and on, but the point is, I learned a few things (laughs) along this journey called life, and I'm here to share and care and pay it forward, and so last weekend, I got the call, I got a call Friday morning from my dad and my dad was crying he was crying hard uncontrollably now my grandmother wasn't sick but she had been on dialysis for a while so she did have some issues there but she was as long as she was on dialysis she was gonna be fine and she had been doing that for some months and at this point i guess her body had just grown fatigue it got tired and Dialysis takes a lot out of you. I guess if someone's on it, just know my prayers are with you for the process because in talking to her and hearing her voice, it was not an easy process. If you have a loved one that is in this and you are caring for them, I know it's not easy on you either. So I'm sending you lots of love, care, and prayers because I can. And so this all kind of started escalating quickly to where her body started getting too weak to handle that. This was like last Monday. So next thing you know, she went to the hospital last Tuesday and she was there through thursday and they were like up and down what they could do what their options were they were feeding her through a tube but she could talk she was responsive she was okay and then things took a turn for the worst on thursday and they were like man her body at this point is too ginger it's too frail we're not sure that there's anything else we can do to keep her here so that was sobering for my family to hear this news You know, everybody's trying to come to grips with what that means. I didn't find out. So they put her on hospice Thursday. That's when fast forward to last Friday. So not the one that just passed. A week ago from this past Friday. I I got that call from my dad in the morning. And he was like, you know, really busted up. And he was like, I don't think your grandma's going to make it. He was like, uh, everybody's kind of coming in to see her. She has seen most of the family, but there's a few who are coming in town. And he wasn't asking me to come, but he was just letting me know what was happening. And I don't know, it was like my stomach dropped. And you guys know the feeling, the exact feeling I'm talking about. And I began to go and I talked to my mom. And as I was talking to my mom, I talked to my wife. I'm like, man, ah." I was like, man, I want to see her. But I live 500 miles away. So then it was like trying to find a bird that was reasonable to get there as quick as possible. That wasn't an option. That option got weeded out very quickly. And then from there, it was like, all right, how can I get to her then? How can I get to her? And where we landed was, I talked to my wife. She talked to her job, and they were like, yo, don't even worry about no time off. She was like, can I leave at noon? They were like, nope, just go. Because some things are more important. Some things are worth everything relationships being one of those. I, oh, why can I wait until I deliver in land where we're going today? But with that, I, I wound up getting in the car with my wife. I went and grabbed my kids from school and we raced against the clock and we drove swiftly, not speeding excessively, uh, but swiftly. We drove 500 miles. And I was not only racing her life clock, I was also racing the clock of the facility she was being kept in because they closed at 8 p.m. So then there was that. And I just had to stress the entire time. And I wound up making it just in time before the place closed to be able to go in with my wife and hold her hand and kiss her on the forehead and tell her I love her and talk for a moment. She could not talk back to me, but she definitely reached out and grabbed my hand and as i was holding her hand she squeezed it when i attempted to let go which let me know she could hear me and that was comforting to me but i went home that night to her house slept over but i didn't sleep at all had no peace and i was restless and i was trying to figure out man this is tough and it was difficult but i did make it to see her so i should be happy we're not sure if she'll be here in the morning but I was tossed and turned all that night. I woke up the next morning. When I woke up that morning, I don't know, something when the sun came out was just inside of me. I was still alive. I was like, ah, man, I made it. Like, you should be grateful. But I still didn't have necessarily peace. And we got a call from the nurses that she was still here. So we hopped in the car and we drove back to the facility just because. And we went back. And this time I held her hand, but I said everything I wanted to say. And I let her know how grateful I was for the life that she poured into me. I let her know how thankful I was for the legacy that she created. And many of the things that I get to do now, none of it would be possible if it were not for her and her sacrifices and the things that she did for her family. And I got to speak that to her. I held her hand and asked her, could I pray with her? She looked at me. I took that as a yes. We pray and I pray peace over her and her life and everything she's done and her family. And when we finished that prayer, my wife and I sang her a song, one of our favorites. And in that moment, like, that's when we felt peace. Kissed her again, told her I love her. I looked at her, in her eyes and I said, i see you later, Grandma. And my wife and I left. And in a 30-minute drive from us leaving that facility to my mom's house, I walked into my mom's house to the call. They literally were on the phone, just got the call that she transitioned to her new home and when this happened of course tears galore and this was a last a week from this past saturday when all that happened but i was here and i made it and i got to see her and i will forever have peace in my soul over that right now after that situation of course i go back home this week and now i'm in mississippi right now trying not to disturb the peace and wake up the neighborhood because my neighbors used to it when they hear this they know They don't call the police. They know that that, that's just him. He's out there motivating the masses because that's what he does. Sometimes my neighbors come outside just to listen because I'm definitely outside right now because it's 4.15 a.m. Central Standard Time. I know some of you on Eastern, but it's 4.15 where I am. So it's early is what that means. Uh, But I'm in Mississippi. This is why we laid my grandma to rest. Beautiful service on Saturday. Yesterday was my mom's birthday. So it's been a family filled time this weekend. And so my family and I sat up last night sharing stories and we're sharing stories of life and we're sharing stories of family and we're sharing stories of over things we've overcome, obstacles we faced, me- good memories, bad memories, all the things we're just sharing them. And it led my mom to sharing a story that I never heard before. And this is the crux of what I want to share before we get ready to land the plane in a moment. So we're sharing stories, which is what people often do when tragedies do strike and we do lose those loved ones. And before I even get into what I'm about to say, maybe it shouldn't be that way. Maybe we shouldn't wait until someone leaves the earth before we decide to gather with those we love and tell them what we appreciate about them and share different stories. Because some of you right now got something on your heart or in your soul that you need to say to somebody and they're waiting on to hear this information. But some little rift or some little situation or some little hurt, hang up or habit has disconnected you and caused you not to say something that you know you need to say. Maybe forgiveness (laughs) is a huge mountain that you need to climb to free yourself from binds and wounds that are holding you back from your greatness. And we can talk about it we can always keep it real with this crew i have no doubt i already know it sometimes it's what you got to do and so i'm sitting here and my mom is telling this story and my mom said when i was a kid i was like (laughs) surprise surprise a talker so i started talking i said i could speak multiple sentences before age one and then after like literally like before i was two years old i could have conversations with adults and so she said i had got to the point where I was like between two and three, where I, I, was, I was just inquisitive. I was asking all these questions, but questions that you didn't think a child would be asking. So she said, I became super hyper obsessed with parents because I was like, okay, I have a mom, I have a dad and I'm looking around, okay, I got a mom. I have a good mom. I love my mom and I'm going around and I, I would go to my dad's mom's house because she was the the one who we just literally uh, buried. She was the one grandparent I had because my mom's mom passed when she was a child. My dad's dad passed when he was a child. My mom's dad was not in the picture because he had issues. It was abuse, alcoholism, all these things. And then there was my dad's mom, who was who I had. That was it. That's all we had. So when I was little, I would go and visit her often. It was my dad's mom. Okay, that's my daddy's mom, that's my grandma, that's my daddy's mom, that's my grandma. And I registered that between two and three. So my mom said one day, I started asking her, well,
0: if that- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: Eddie has a mom and, and I have a mom. You're my mom. Where is your mom? <laughs> like you, you And my mom was like, how do you explain this to a two-year-old that my mom has transitioned and is no longer on the planet? So my mom's trying to wreck her brain, trying to figure out how to do this. She's trying to figure out how she can say, but she needs to say, and she can't, she can't, this is tough. And so she just says, um, I I don't have a mom. And she said, I said, you have to have a mom. Like, what do you mean you don't have a mom? <laughs> and so she couldn't figure out how to answer that, but we just went on. So she said, time passes. And she said, about a month later after we have that conversation, I am dead set on going out of town to my grandmother's house, the one that we just buried. I gotta get there. I gotta get there. I gotta get there. And my mom was like, "Why is this boy had?" And so she calls my dad, who's working. He had been working twelve hour shifts in a factory. That's the work he did. And she's telling him like, "Your son is having a fit to get to your mom's house," and I don't know why. And my dad said, "We ain't going down there. I'm tired. I want to get in the bed. I'm sleep. I work. He worked overnight." And my mom said, "This boy is like having a full blown meltdown. He has to get to your mom. I don't know what it's just. I don't. this kind. It kind of was like scary to her a little bit. Like it was strange." And she said, my dad finally agreed. He's like, okay, whatever. So he gets off, he comes home, he picks me up. We go to see his mom, my grandma. So I walked to her room and without, I mean like on a mission and I went right to her. And I said, grandma, and she said, yes, baby. I said, my mom doesn't have a mom. And she said, oh really? And I said, yes, ma'am. I said, so if she doesn't have a mom, can you be her mom? And she said, well, I guess I can, baby. And ever since that moment, I always knew my grandma. This is my dad's mom. So my mom's mother-in-law, she always called my mom her daughter everywhere she went. But my mom said that started the day that I asked her, would she be my mom's mom since she didn't have one? And that story, like, literally moved my wife to tears. We were all, my mom was in tears as she told the story because my wife was like, wow, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And what it did was solidify something, <laughs> something that's so deep and important in my own heart. As I thought about this situation and I thought about where we are, I thought about why I'm here. I thought about it all. <laughs> and I began to become overwhelmed with emotion because it's one thing to come here every week and tell you guys different stories and different things about how you should care, about how you should share, about how you should impact people, how you should care about something that is bigger than you and how you should make your dreams come true. Go for it and do all of the things. But it's another thing when that's very mind frame, that thought process, is solidified and validated in a story in which I had never heard in my own life that as a small child, I cared that deeply about people. And what it reiterated in my heart is why I do what I do because I've always cared. I've always been an empath. I've always heard people share difficulties and I've always had a heart to figure out how I could provide the missing piece of the puzzle for somebody's life. And I say this to you because this is not a game to me. And people say, how does he have so much energy? How does he speak with such passion and such conviction? Because it runs deep, man. This is not a game to me. So when you come to me and you ask me a question about anything, whether it be about helping you get to where you want to go, whether it be about coaching, helping you write a book and tell your story, helping you figure out how to craft your speech and put it together, whatever it is, just know when I come back to you, I'm not coming back to you with some fluff. I'm not coming back to you haphazardly. Or half-heartedly, I'm giving you everything I got. That's why I speak like this. Because this is who I am, and now I know it's who I've always been. And so I say these things to you because if I ask you who you are, why are you? Can you answer those questions? Who are you? Why are you? What are you? What are you doing? Why are you on the planet? What are you here for? What do you care about? What can you speak about with such conviction that people know that it's coming from your heart and your soul? Or or have you allowed fear to captivate you and hold you back from communicating your heart and your soul to people who need it? We're talking about your journey. We're talking about your story now. I told you a couple stories from my life, but you got stories from your life too. What is it that you're sitting on the fence about that you know you need to do? The step that you know you need to take? The dream that you know you need to go get and chase? What idea do you have that you've been sitting on? that you literally twiddling your your thumbs on or maybe thumbing through social media, scrolling, looking at what everybody else is doing, rather than taking your next step because you're afraid. Afraid of failure, afraid of success, afraid of rejection, afraid of people saying no, afraid of not being good enough, imposter syndrome, running amok. Like I can't do this. These people gonna figure out that I don't know what I'm doing. Guess what? Ooh, snap. I'll keep it real with y'all always. I've been fortunate over the last couple of years to be hanging with a lot of people who are very wealthy, millionaires and billionaires alike, both in my city and people that I met abroad. Some of the biggest, brightest names. I ain't name dropping because it don't matter. But what I learned in that little bit of time is that nobody has it figured out. And if they tell you they do, they lied, and you can tell them I said it. Nobody has all the answers because everybody's trying to figure it out. So you see these people that you admire because they've accomplished some great things in this life. Maybe you see me and you admire me because I have accomplished some things in this life. Yes, I have, however common. Do not discount yourself or look down upon yourself because you don't have it all figured out and you don't know all the answers because neither do they. Leaders are literally just literally (laughs) flying, piloting, their aircraft navigating the tumultuous winds. And they've learned how to do this at a high level to succeed. But that does not mean they have all the answers. COVID hit us all and everybody was trying to figure out how to restructure businesses and how to restructure ways that they were earning money and creating legacies, figuring out how to switch everything to online and move and shake. That's been hard for everybody. What am I saying to you? Pick your head up. What am I saying to you? L- Literally, your heart has been down. You've been discouraged. You've been ready to throw in the towel on your side business, on the thing, the idea you have, your nonprofit, whatever you goal you're going and fighting for in this life. And you cannot throw in the towel if you want to become successful. So, are there people who are further along than you? Absolutely. There's people that's further along than me. That's why I have coaches like Les Brown and Trent Shelton and all these people to pour into me. And invest in me, because I believe in the power of self-investment. What I want for you guys, at the end of the day, more than anything, is to step into who you were created to be. Step. It's to go. It's to do the thing that's resting on your heart and your spirit. The thing that keeps you up. At night, the thing that you know, You cause I, I could just say the thing and every one of you in this room knows what the thing is in your life. And I'm telling you, it's your time. It's time right now. No more playing small. No more being idle. No more sitting on the sidelines. This is your time. Yeah, I say it with my chest because I mean it from the depths of my soul, from the deepest place inside of me. I literally have not slept. That story I just told you I heard, you know what time I heard that story? At 1.30 in the morning, Central Standard Time. You know what time I got up to come and share with you? 3.30 in the morning, Central Standard Time. It means I have not slept on the weekend where I buried my grandma, but why am I here? Because you matter to me. Because this is important, and I'm not going to come here and give you some sleepy talk, half-hazard, half-hearted, because I didn't sleep. I'm not going to rob you, because how you do anything is how you do everything, and that's not your problem. You showed up here, so you deserve everything I got, and that's what I'm giving you. Now, if you are in the room, and you're picking up what I'm putting down, and you can feel the life that I'm communicating to you. And you say, I'm ready to take my next step. I'm ready to take my next step. That's what I do on the planet is help people take their next step. You come to me, you don't come to me when you wanna feel good, although some people do. Some people say, i just pay to talk to you to make you make me feel good. I'm like, I'm not gonna take your money if that's all you want, <laughs> because I, I can't. I can't with integrity do that. However common, if you are ready to take an idea in your head and bring it to life, <laughs> If you're ready to go ideas into action, I make dreams come true. That's when you come to me. When you're ready to start doing the work, because it ain't gonna happen. The dream does not work unless you do. If you're ready to put in the work, I can show you the way, but you're gonna have to do some things. And I know I had to do this when I stepped out of my corporate career and I took all the risk I needed. And I started reaching out and securing these mentors that I'm talking about that are literally world renowned. And I started pouring and investing into myself at a high clip to be able to accomplish what I've accomplished. I learn these things and I systematize them in a way that I help other people do the same. Make your dreams come true. So if you like that type of stuff, you're picking up what I'm putting down, you can hit the link above and go to eyambition.com. We got an event happening this summer in Denver, Colorado. If you're the traveling type and you like to move and you heard this fire, this is just literally 5% of what you're gonna get in the building live with the people we got coming to break. Bread is about to be bananas. So DM me, Denver, if you want to come, I'll send you a link and a discount code to get your ticket today. So I'm happy to do that. But if you're saying, yo, I love what you're saying and I love the energy and I love the heart and I love the life and I, I need what you, I need this. Radio if you are, are, are in the place in
0: where you do. feel like you need the thing that I am you. picking up,
1: and moderators, you can help me. Thank you very much. You guys were on top of it. If you need what I'm picking up, and you need this in the worst way. You need encouragement. You need spiritual encouragement. You need foundational like help to get started, to get out here, to take the leap, the kick, the push, the accountability. If you need that in your life, I pinned the link above. This is a challenge. We have been doing free challenges and blowing them up and we over-deliver. You can ask the people that's been in any challenge Ashley Fay and I've ever done. We kick off a new challenge tomorrow and we have already created a workbook. <laughs> The workbook itself is worth $100. The thing is stupid good. Pre-assessments and all. It's coming to you today for those who have already signed up. So be excited. But if you have not signed up, it's a $10 challenge. Literally $10 gets you the next three days in and you get added to a private community a private facebook group and where you can connect you can meet other people and then we're gonna go live in that group every day for the next three days if you say well i got a meeting or i can't watch our replays available replays will be available for the next two weeks so you can either watch them at night so you can participate with us live and go through the workbook with us live or you have access to the live teaching for three weeks I think I said two weeks. One of those, you got access for a couple of weeks is the point. Join us. Pull up $10. Like, that's why I know not everybody can spend $250 on a ticket and get a flight or drive to Denver, Colorado. I get it. I understand. But this is your entryway. Let us earn it. Make us work for it. $10, everybody can spare Starbucks for a day for us to come. I wanna see at least 10 of y'all hit this and it's gonna come through on my phone the moment you do it. Come join us because you can. Somebody's pulled, boom, there you go. Thank you who just did that. I will send you a personal thank you. When you do this, hit the link, join us. Don't delay, go get what's yours so that you can become what you wanna become because there are people, boom, there's another one. Thank you. Listen, I'm telling y'all, I said 10, that's already two of y'all and I'm gonna pass the mic because that is my time but I promise you we won't waste your time. And it'll be ten dollars well spent. We're gonna pour into you. I love y'all. There's another one. Thank you very much. Let's go. I appreciate y'all. Love you. I appreciate you. Y'all have the most incredible Monday, and you already know why. But if you didn't, I'm gonna tell you anyway, and that's B cause you can. And now